0: This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 94, the solo series. I don't know what you heard, but ha, yeah, she rocks the show. Episode 94 is an important one to listen to. It's how to stand alone. And one of the things you need to stand alone is a very focused mindset, which is why I've created this brand new program called the Focus Mindset Formula. It's literally an eight-week program where you are going to operate on your own pace and discover an easy and proven way that you can develop relentless focus. Say goodbye to shiny object syndrome. Say goodbye to distractions, even though they're going to present themselves. Say goodbye to anything that keeps you off of your one dream. Find out more about the Focused Mindset Formula training program at tinyurl.com forward slash focused115. Again, you can learn more about the Focused Mindset Formula at tinyurl.com forward slash focused with a D at the end, 115. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 94 of She Runs the Show. We are talking about How to Stand Alone. Cassandra Von Worsley here. You know, this is an important topic, and I don't know that I've talked about this in a long time because, personally, I'm somebody who has no issues with standing alone or being the only one in the room to speak my truth or being a loner, Uh, you know? I've never really had an issue with standing alone, but... I think we all have a need for approval and validation and feeling heard and being heard. And so standing alone is oftentimes really difficult, especially as an entrepreneur and in business, when you feel like people don't get you or they don't hear you or they don't see you or they really disagree with you. And when you begin a business, when you're growing a business, when maybe you're moving in a very different direction with your business, there are going to be moments where you have to stand alone. There are going to be times when you believe in your business in a way that nobody around you does, and you're going to be the only one who's on your cheerleading squad. And so I want to use today's. Time on, she runs the show to really talk about how do you do that lonely journey, and it can be lonely. Um, how do you stand alone? Because there are going to be times when you make a decision in your business that you've got to stand by, and you're the only one standing for that. There are going to be moments when you know you do a webinar and one person shows up and they leave after five minutes, and you're going to be standing alone, asking yourself, "Do I continue with this webinar? Do I not?" Do I continue with this business? Do I not? And so this this idea of being able to stand not simply on your own two feet, but to stand by yourself, as Brene Brown calls it, to brave the wilderness, becomes really, really important. And it's a skill that has to be developed because there are going to be moments when it's easier to stand alone than other moments. There are going to be times when you really feel alone, even when you've got a team of people working for you. So the question becomes, how do you stand alone? And so I want to talk about that in today's episode because it really is a skill that we develop and it's not always easy. And there are moments when you feel like nobody sees you. And so how do you stay confident in those moments? How do you stay sure in those moments? That's the question. So I'm going to begin with a quote from Joseph Campbell because I think, He talks a lot about the, he talked a lot about the hero's journey, and he says, The privilege of a lifetime is being who you are. And I want you to think about that, because part of standing alone is understanding that the you that is you, the you that is the most powerful, prominent, highest version of you, you are the only person who knows who that truly is deeply completely fully no one will ever know that version of you as deeply and fully as you do so the privilege of a lifetime is being who you are and I want you to keep that in mind when you have to stand alone because so often when we're standing alone the first thing that we do is we second-guess who we are we second-guess our personality our perspective we second guess if we're good enough, if we're strong enough, if we're capable enough. And when you have those self-doubt moments, and we all have them, right? We all have them. Um, it's important to put that quote right there in front of you and say, the privilege of a lifetime is being who I am. That's it. That's the privilege. That's what this whole life journey thing is about. And so when you remember that, It leads to being able to stay the course on standing alone. And so how do you stand alone when you're a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, starting a business, growing a business, you know, doing the late nights and the early mornings? How do you do that? Let me give you a a few steps and a few points that you can use. Number one, and this is by far the most important thing that you can do when you need to stand alone, trust your journey. Trust your journey. There is no way to stand alone if you don't trust that you're on the right path, that you're doing what you were called to do, that you were doing what you were meant to do. The first thing you've got to do if you're going to stand alone and you're going to stand up for what you believe in and what you know to be true is you've got to trust your journey. You've got to know that this, that you didn't choose your calling, your calling chose you and that this is exactly where you are meant to be. Got to trust the journey. Second thing you've got to do to stand alone. And this is different from trusting your journey. Most people don't get that it's different, but it is. You have to follow your path. So it's one thing to trust that you are where you are for a reason, that you're going down the path that you need to go down, that you are meant to be an entrepreneur, that you're meant to do the things that you're meant to do. Trusting your journey is an act of faith. It's, it's a commitment and it's a decision to go in that direction, but trusting it is not the same as following it. So once you trust your journey, in order to stand alone, you've got to be able to follow your path. And that means go down that road. You know, some people say, well, I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to own my own business. And they trust that they're meant to be an entrepreneur, but then they don't take those simple strategic day in and day out, consistent next steps that they need to take to fulfill that calling. So you've got to trust your journey, but then you've got to actually walk, take those steps, walk down that path and follow your path. And here's the thing about following your path. When you follow your path, this is where your first hint or understanding Of doing it alone comes in because in the beginning of following your path, it seems like everybody's on your side, right? Everybody's cheering you on. Everybody is excited for you. They're excited for what you're about to do. And then as you go a few steps further and a few steps in, and it becomes harder and more of your time is focused on the business and less of your time is focused on other people and what they need people start to, you know, wonder like, is this really the right path? You know, maybe this isn't worth it. Maybe you're sacrificing too much. So as you follow your path, you're going to be introduced to this idea of standing alone because there are going to be moments along the path where you're taking a step that is either a big risk or it's a big time drain and not even a time drain, but a time commitment. Or you're having to do things that you've never done. You're going the extra mile and nobody around you gets it. And that's going to be your first kind of understanding that, yeah, I am standing alone in this. You know, they can believe in me. They can't believe for me. They can support me, but they can't do the work for me. There are some journeys that you've got to take alone. And so you, one, trust your journey, but then you Two, have to consistently, persistently follow that path and take those next steps. The third thing that you've got to do when you stand alone is really throughout the process, and this is this is a tough one for me, adopt a spirit of curiosity, humility, and patience. Uh, I don't know about anybody else, but patience is not my best friend. And so I think when we begin a business, we read all of the success stories, you know, the Elon Musk's, the, um, Mark Cuban's, the Oprah Winfrey's, we read all of these things and we're like, you know, I can't remember her name, but she's the the founder of Spanx. We read them and we're like, I just want to get there. (laughs) And we don't look back and realize, wow, it took them 20 years to get there or 10 years to get there. Or, it took them 4 years to get there but they were sleeping 2 hours a night for 4 years straight maybe you don't want to do it that way and you know what that's okay because there's a thousand ways to do it however you've got to be patient with your journey if you're not going to give up now some of the things that those those icons gave up to do what they are now doing so it's important that when we stand alone and the same time that we're standing alone we really take on this spirit of curiosity like i wonder how this is going to go i wonder what's going to come next i wonder what's going to be around the corner i you know curiosity makes uncertainty fun curiosity makes any insecurities we have a part of the classroom of life curiosity brings a childlike imagination to creating something we've never created. Curiosity is the key to staying engaged in the process without letting fear take the take over the controls. And so you're going to trust your journey when you stand alone. You're going to follow your path when you stand alone, but you also want to, so this can be an actual enjoyable journey for you, right? You want to have fun. You want to adopt a spirit of curiosity, humility, and patience and humility, you know, humility has always been a tricky word for me because, um, humility in the way that so many people discuss it feels like bowing down humility in the way that so many people talk about, it feels like, um, pretending to be less than what you are. At least that's what, the way I've interpreted it. But the, the older I get, the more I start to understand that humility is not that you know, in a, in a course in miracles, there's one part where, where a course in miracles says, um, humility is for the ego, not the spirit. And I never truly understood that, but I understand that when we talk about true humility, it is not an awareness that I am lower than I am. It's an understanding that I'm part of the whole of everything and everyone. And because we are all one and because no one is disconnected from anyone or anything else, my humility is not that I am, I am low. My humility is that I'm part of everything. And in being a part of everything, I look at life with awe because I'm all of it, and it's all of me, and we're not separate, we're one. And so to me, when I think of humility now, I think of it as an understanding that everything that's happening in my life and every person that I come in contact with in my life is a part of me and I'm a part of them, and so all of the pieces of the puzzle fit together, even if in the moment or in that situation, it doesn't feel to me like it does. And that is the awesomeness of the universe. So when I say adopt a spirit of curiosity, humility, and patience, what I'm really saying is this entrepreneurial journey is a lifetime thing. And there are going to be good moments and there are going to be bad moments, and there's going to be a ton of work to do instead of seeing it as, man, I'm just like climbing this hill and pushing this boulder and trying to make it. When you adopt that spirit of, wow, I wonder what's going to happen next, curiosity. When you go, when I, when I decide that I'm going to do this, the universe conspires in my favor and it's all working out for me and it's a part of me and I'm a part of it. Isn't that awesome? Humility. And then the patience to say, I don't know when this is going to take off. I don't know how this is going to take off. I'm just going to have fun with today's work. And you know what? It'll come when it comes. Patience. When you adopt that spirit of curiosity and humility and patience, the entire journey to building this business changes. It becomes fun and exciting and inspiring. And you just get out there and do the work because you love it. And then you don't worry about the other stuff. The other stuff comes to you. You don't have to chase after it. So when you stand alone, you want to adopt that spirit of curiosity, humility, and patience. When you stand alone, you also want to be true to who you are and to what you want. And this is where I go to Brené Brown's uh, Braving the Wilderness. So I want to read you a quote that Brené Brown talks about in the book. If you have not listened to the book on Audible, please go listen to it on Audible. A, I love when authors do their own narrations on Audible. And in fact, in December, I'm going to spend the whole month putting my, all of my Overcoming Fear books into audio versions. So it's available on Audible. Brené Brown narrates her own books. And so in, uh, Braving the Wilderness, here's what she says. And this relates to being true to who you are and to what you want. Um, she says, I know who I am. I'm clear about that. And I'm not going to negotiate that with you because then I may fit in for you, but I no longer belong to myself. And that is a betrayal. I'm not willing to do anymore. Let me read that quote again. Brene says, I know who I am, I'm clear about that, and I'm not going to negotiate that with you, because then I may fit in for you, but I no longer belong to myself, and that is a betrayal I'm not willing to do anymore. Far too often, especially as women entrepreneurs, we have betrayed ourselves by changing our branding, our business, uh, what we say on videos, what we say on podcasts, you know, the words that we use, we have played ourselves down to accommodate our audience or to accommodate other people. We've done the being small thing. So other people don't get intimidated. And here's the truth. Here's the truth about that. There is no way for you to stand alone when you need to stand alone. If you cannot be true to who you are and what you want, what does that mean? That means if you want to build a $10 million a year business, stop telling people you just want to make six figures. Don't talk to it. Don't talk about what you want to make with people if they don't get you. If they're going to laugh at your goals, don't share it with them. Those are yours. You don't have to share them. Um, Be really clear about what you want. Sometimes we hire people and put people on our team that we don't even really trust or want there. We just take anything. Uh, We think having somebody as our VA or somebody as our project manager is better than nobody. Not true. Not true. Uh, Better nobody than somebody who actually gives you more stress. It is so important when you stand alone in entrepreneurship that you are very true to who you are are and that you do not compromise or change or audit or censor who that is for anyone or anything. If somebody wants you to give a talk, but they tell you to tone it down or they tell you how to dress, if you say yes to that, then you're also saying yes to fitting in with them, but not belonging to yourself. If you're willing to make that compromise, that's all you. But at the end of the day, you have to accept that you sacrificed you to accommodate someone else. And somehow to me, that math never works out. So standing alone also means that you've got to be true to who you are and what you want. Fifth point and final point, and this is another Joseph Campbell quote. The fifth thing you've got to do is, um, if you're falling, dive, if you're falling, dive and and you know this comes from a, and I don't know why I didn't have this pulled up. (laughs) I'm ready to go. If you're falling dive. so let me see if I can jump on Pinterest real quick and find the full quote from Joseph Campbell, because I think it is really important. And look at me multitasking when I'm always telling you to focus, but, but give me a moment because I should have had this quote up, right? Um, it's too powerful a quote for me not to talk about. So when you're standing alone, there are going to be falls let's let's just put it out there. There are going to be times in business, in life, when you're standing alone and you're going to fall. And what I love about this Joseph Campbell quote, and I'm about to read to you the entire quote, is the way in which he talks about falling. So in this quote, here's what Joseph Campbell says. He says, if you are falling, dive. We're in a free fall into future. We don't know where we're going. Things are changing so fast, and always when you're going through a long tunnel, anxiety comes along. And all you have to do to transform your hell into a paradise is to turn your fall into a voluntary act. It's a very interesting shift of perspective, and that's all it is. Joyful participation in the sorrows, and everything changes. I want to read that one more time because it took me a few times to read it to truly get the power of this. So again, here's what Joseph Campbell says. He says, if you are falling dive, we're in a free fall into future. We don't know where we're going. Things are changing so fast. And always when you're going through a long tunnel, anxiety comes along and all you have to do to transform your hell into a paradise is to turn your fall into a voluntary act. It's a very interesting shift of perspective, and that's all it is. Joyful participation in the sorrows, and everything changes. So, standing alone requires that you trust your journey, that you follow your path, that you adopt a spirit of curiosity, humility, and patience, that you be true to who you are and what you want. And at the end of the day, that whenever you fall, rather than, and I can relate to this because even as a child, one of the things that I've always had a pattern of doing is I lock my knees. I'm glad to, to this point I've never had to have knee surgery. Knock on wood. But even three, four, five years old, I can remember that uh, being in Catholic school with the plaid skirt and the knee socks and all that kind of stuff. I. I'm really, I was always really big and I'm still really big on having my feet on solid ground. And the moment, even when I'm hiking, the moment I'm not on solid ground, my tendency is to lock my knees. And if you think about that, locking of the knees is, is trying to hold everything in place. But the problem with locking the knees is if the ground below you is shifting and moving, or if there's no ground below you, locking your knees is not going to prevent the fall it's it, in fact it'll make it worse cuz then you'll injure your knees and so i look at that locking of the knees in terms of life and in terms of business and the thing that i'm learning haven't fully learned it yet i think this is a lifetime journey the thing that i'm learning is whenever i'm falling the most powerful thing i can do is not locking my knees it's not trying to hold on to what's changing or what's going or, or what's disappearing. When I'm falling, it's really important that I dive. And diving means you're choosing it. You're not saying this is happening to me. You're saying I'm embracing it. I'm allowing it. I'm going to just live as if I chose this setback. I chose this experience because in the eternity of things you actually did in the eternity of things, you came for this experience. You came for all the contrast. You came for all the setbacks and the obstacles. I know in the moment it doesn't feel like you did. Trust me. I could tell you about things in my life that I certainly would not have chosen. However, what I'm learning is that when I hit a pitfall, or an obstacle, or a setback, the most powerful thing I can do is not resist it or fight it or rail against it. I used to think that railing against things was super powerful. And I still have moments where I react and I rail against stuff. What I'm learning, especially as an entrepreneur, that rather than railing against or resisting the most powerful thing that I can do when I'm falling when there's a setback, when there's an obstacle, is to dive into it. That's why I write so many books about overcoming fear, because the thing that I learned about fear a very long time ago is that when you run away from fear, or when you focus on what you fear, you actually give fear more power. But when you face the fear, when you invite it over for dinner, when rather than running away from it, you run to it, what ends up happening is, You actually take fear's power away. You take your power back and you deal with the fear. You handle the fear. You transform the fear into fuel. And I learned that through a lot of life experiences where I let fear run the show. I let fear get in the driver's seat. And it taught me that no longer will I ever run from my fears. I'm going to run into them because when I do that, again, I dive. So I say all of this in this episode, you know, you know, me, I like to talk. So I'm always, you know, I'm thinking I'm doing a 15 minute episodes and and we're already at almost 24 minutes. I say all of this because there are a couple of things I want you to remember. Number one, the Joseph Campbell quote, the privilege of a lifetime is being who you are. Remember that the world will try to tell you that it's being something else, someone else for someone else. Remind yourself constantly as you build this business that the privilege of a lifetime is being who you are. Number two, and this is an important one. Don't be afraid of being outnumbered. Don't be afraid of not going with the crowd. Don't be afraid to uh, stand alone and go it alone and do something completely unlike anything anybody you know is doing. I love this quote, uh, because I love eagles and it says, don't be afraid of being outnumbered. Eagles fly alone. Pigeons flock together. And living in Wyoming, I've seen quite a few eagles. And the one thing about eagles is they are majestic and they are powerful and they always fly very high so that they can see the whole picture, the bigger picture. They do not flock together. What if the eagle said, man, I'm really afraid to be by myself. I'm really afraid to do this alone. Well, yeah, they'd be a pigeon. They wouldn't be an eagle. And so just remember, you can be a pigeon or you can be an eagle, but you can't be both. Pick one. The last thing I want you to know, and this is especially to, to women entrepreneurs, and I know I have men who listen to the show, but I want to speak directly to my fellow uh, woman entrepreneur. And this is a hard truth I've had to learn over time. It's, it's a hard one, but it's important to recognize this. I love this quote because of how true it is and how deeply we need to understand this before, during, and after we build a successful business. It says the woman you're becoming will cost you people, relationships, spaces, and material things. Choose her over everything. Let me say that again. The woman you're becoming will cost you people, relationships, spaces, and material things. Choose her over everything. And I think time and time again, I've had to relearn that lesson. Time and time again, I've had to learn that um, I can't take everybody with me. I've had to learn that um, some things, when they're done, they're done. And and holding on to them or hanging on to them is a big mistake and is actually holding me in a season and in a place in my life that I was supposed to leave a long time ago. You know that 40 years in the wilderness, I've done it many times in an attempt to maintain people, relationship spaces, and material things. And the reality of the situation is that there comes a moment, and I love James Altucher because he talks about this in his book, Choose Yourself. There comes a moment where you have to understand that this life is about choosing you. That doesn't mean you say, forget everybody else. That doesn't mean you say, forget my family and forget my you know, priorities and forget my bi-. No, that means that there are going to be moments when you know you've outgrown things. You need to let them go. There are going to be moments when you know that where you're standing and where you are is a place where you can no longer get what you need. You have to find a way to exit. There is going to be a moment when you come into the knowing that the people you thought you could depend upon and trust are the exact same people who would rather you play small in the world, and you're going to have to beautifully and tactfully look at them and say, not me. And that's a hard conversation and that's not an easy path to walk, which is why you got to learn how to stand alone. And so I'm just sending this out there today because I think somebody needs to hear it and somebody needs to recognize that, yeah, you are standing alone and yeah, sometimes it sucks and yeah, it feels really lonely at times, but that is what is meant for you and it will not always be like this. And it does get better and you are growing and developing. And everything that's happening is happening for you. And in case you're the person listening who needed that reminder, I'm glad that I recorded this so that you could hear it. Just remember, you're powerful, you're strong, you're enough. And you do not have to negotiate who you are, what you want, or the business that you're building with anyone. You can stand alone. I will see you guys on the next episode of She Runs the Show.